look, man, grief is lonely. Like it can feel, it can feel very lonely. It can feel like it's only happening to you, but it's not. And so if the film can can help in any way communally to people who 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 are, are dealing with that emotion, I hope that the film is like an exciting movie, but also like a warm hug to people that's going through that. Hello, and welcome back to The Director's Cut, brought to you by the Directors Guild of America. In this episode, a new hero rises while a country mourns the loss of its protector in director Ryan Coogler's new installment in the Marvel franchise, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. The sequel to 2018's mega-hit Black Panther finds the people of Wakanda grieving the untimely death of King T'Challa and facing off against intervening world powers. However, when an advanced hidden nation threatens to destroy them, someone else must pick up the clawed gauntlet. In addition to Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Kugler's other directorial credits include the feature films Creed and Fruitvale Station. He received a DGA Student Film Award in 2010 for his short film, Fig. Following a screening of the film at the DGA Theater in Los Angeles, Kugler spoke with director Tyler Perry about filming Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Listen on for their spoiler-filled conversation. I want to get right into this, man, because we don't have much time because I know you're running around like a madman. But this, I, I just want to say, as the tribute that was paid to Chadwick in it, um, we all wondered how this was going to be handled. And I thought it was handled with such class, such grace, such perfection, man. So so we all appreciate that. Thank you. I'm, I'm sure that was really, really difficult that you've got this, you know, this huge franchise that everybody wants to see. And all of a sudden you have this incredible, incredibly talented person who's no longer with us. And the way you handled that, again, it was great. But how did you begin to approach that? It's a great question. Um, with a lot of thought, you know, um, we were working on the screenplay when it happened. And um, it was during the pandemic. So everybody was isolated. We were working together over Zoom. With my co-writer Joe Robert Cole and I, and um, our producer Nate Moore and uh, Kevin Feige, um, we were we were just you know t- talking over Zoom a lot, and, and and we had just turned in the the first draft of, of, of the screenplay that, that had uh, T'Challa in it, and uh, I was talking with talking with Chad about you know what the what the movie was going to be and, and and all of those things. So so we were we were pretty blindsided by it, and um, we took a lot of time to just you know we we were we were all fairly close with Chad. So we needed to just like take take time to to mourn and, and and go through that process and, you know, went to his funeral and stuff and and and, and, and as time went on, you go through all of the you go over all of the options and we realized that we were gonna keep keep going and, and that it would make sense to make something that we, we felt like we could do, you know? Um, you know, me, the actors, the crew, and, and, and it ended up being this. Uh yeah, ended up ended up being this movie that y'all saw just now and um <clears throat> yeah like like the whole time we were we were trying to we were constantly like cal- calibrating you know like what what to, what to say you know when the when the sh- when the show imagery of them and it was it was you know we, we ended up settling on you know what, what you just saw but it was it was a, a, lot, a lot of thought went into that part but 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 absolutely pitch perfect on the way you do it absolutely pitch perfect and, and i and i tell you there are some moments in 
in the movie as I was watching, I was I could feel the actors like, you know, carrying the spirit of him. Like there were some moments where there were emotional scenes and some of the lines that they were saying with, with them being written afterwards were so specific to him and what he was going through. And I just thought it was handled very, 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 very well. So uh, all honor to him and what he was able to do in, in bringing this character to life. And also all honor to you, man. As I as I watched the the, the film for the first time, I, I just thought, this kid is brilliant. When I, when, I, when I think about the level of brilliance that you have, I, I, my hope for you is that your career is that of Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, because that is the level of talent that I think you have on a whole on a different plane. Uh, so in every decision you make going forward, I want you to think about those men and what they did and how they did it, because because it's, bringing the world something like this is, is so wonderful. And I really want to get into the directing process of it. And first of all, I wanted to give us a little shameless, shameless plug here. Thank you for shooting at Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah, I was going to really say something about that. Really yeah. appreciate that. Really yeah. appreciate that. It, it was it was um it, it, we got we got limited time, but it was lovely to to pull into to pull into that studio with your name on it every day. Um. I, it was, I, it was something I can't describe, bro. Like, like, like I can't, I can't describe what that felt like to see, to see your name, and I, and I only have worked at studios that are named after, like, <laughs> you know. Generally, it's like white dudes that was dead before I even knew I wanted to make movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like you know Walt Disney Studios is Warner Brothers. Like, just to pull in there every day. And they'd be like, y'all really know this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and and and, and it, whenever, whenever we would have like an issue or something, it was like, hey man, you know, I'm tight with Tyler. And they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, let me look that up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was great, bro. Like, like in, in, and to see uh he's got all the stages named after people who are still with us. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, it's, it's, them, it's yeah. most of them, yeah. Like, like it felt like I, like we were pulling into the Denzel Washington stage or the, yeah. like like it was, it was just it, it was surreal, man, to be making to be making that movie there, you know. I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. You, listen, you don't have to thank me. Y'all paid the bill, but but I but I but I it, but I, I I felt that way too. And then when I got that text from you on the last day, you're shooting on the John Singleton soundstage. I was just thought, what a moment! What a what a real moment! Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so you know, John was was was, you know, John was with us when we made the first film, and and he no, he no longer with us on on this one. It was four years we, we worked on this one, and you lose, you gain things, you lose things in, in, in four years, and yeah, we pulled in on the last day on on the set, and and I, and I looked up. And it was like we were shooting on the John Singleton stage, and it kind of like I just took a picture and shot it to you because yeah, it was yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it was extremely poetic, you know. But yeah, thank you again, man. Yeah, listen, no need to thank me. Let's let's get into let's get into the, your process in directing here because as I as I look at at the, uh, as I watch the film, I thought. Like for me, I would probably have to be on weed, mushrooms, all this other, just to just to be able to to have that kind of level of creativity. I can't. I don't. You know, I'm like hello. I can't get to you know that that place. How do you find that in your mind where you're painting these incredible pictures of of people coming in on damn whales? I'm like, where does that come from in somebody's brain? <laughs> I mean, we adapting we adapting um we adapting comics. You know, and, and uh, it's a it's a pretty a pretty limitless medium in terms of like the images that they can draw and things that you that you'll see in that in that format because they're not having to pay for it. They can draw like a hundred people. They can draw somebody you know swimming on a wheel. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a picture at that point. You know, um, so so like like yes, but but taking that for, and making yeah. that real, being the director who yeah. can who can who can get into the water because they tell me you had to learn you didn't know how to swim. I did not. Yeah. 
and you run all. Yeah, how you write, learn, how you write something with all this water and you can't swim, man? What's what's I mean, what's going on? I mean, I I know I could I know I have to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like like um, you know, so I learned how to swim for the for for the purposes of the movie, but but uh, the 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 thing is, is like for, for for me, it was it was it was like I usually try to write and direct from like the point of like my worst fear sometimes. You know, like like in in. Like water is like water was a huge fear for me. You know, same here, man. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, black too. I get exactly. it. I get it. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. Inner, so, inner city kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and so like that that idea of like you know being th- thousands of feet down in the ocean. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and uh, the unknown nature of water, how how things can can be very close to you, but you can't, but you won't know until they right in, they right in front of you. You know, we tried to play with all of all of that, and and there was like a you know when the film became about grief. You know, there's this this huge uh, allegory that that people will use uh, uh, that, that talk about grief, like water. You know, like like oh, I just I got hit with a wave of grief today that I didn't see, or, or you know, I'm dr- I feel like I'm drowning today. You know, like I, I can't see what's what's in front of me, and, and you know, we, we tried to we tried to work with that, you know, um, in, in the direction of the film, um, and lean into that, you know, lean into. That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's really be- beautiful, man, because I understand that I actually wrote something about about how grief comes in waves. So that makes sense that it would be in water. There's so many th- things in, in the movie that I would look at that that were symbolic. There was so much symbolism. I'm just like, this guy is on. I, I'm telling you, I need a mushroom. If I had been high, <laughs> I, listen, that would have been a whole nother experience for me, even though I've never done mushrooms, but I will smoke a little weed. So <laughs> so as you're as you're you, you have this, you, ha- you have this, you have this comic book, but but also, you, you, you know, you, you that's pretty much what it is, but you have this incredible idea of how to take this into this next level in this next world. And you start to thinking about casting and the story. So, so how does that work? What comes first for you? The, the entire story, or do you see cast members as you're writing? It's a great question. It, it, it's kind of, for me, it's coming kind of all at the same time. Cause I'm, 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 I also, you know, work on these as a writer. Um, so I'm thinking as I go, you know, um, and, and certain characters I'll have people in mind for, um, for, for Riri Williams. We knew Dominique Thorne was going to play her. I had met Dominique before. She actually auditioned for Shuri. Came really close there. And, uh, so I, and, and I got to work with her as a producer on Judas and the Black Messiah. And, and, and so I kind of I kind of knew I wanted her for Riri. Namor, we had no idea who that, who that was going to be. You know, um, we, we knew that, that as the story progressed, we would want an actor who, who looked to, to, to like to look felt indigenous to Mesoamerica, yeah, yeah, you know, because uh, yeah. it's such a big part of the story. Right. Um, and we knew we wanted to, to cast a Mexican actor, um, but we, we had to go find to know. So we finished, you know, a couple of drafts of it before we knew who Namor was going to be. Um, and we waited to cast uh, Atuma and Namora until we had cast Namor so we could feel like that they that they fit, you know, so, so the Talakanil casting came, you know, came later. So, so when were you when you were doing uh, the, the the first movie you did with with Michael B. Fruville? Fruville. Uh-huh. When you're doing Fruville, did you have this in mind? It was <laughs> no, really. Like was this movie? yes? Was this on your radar? Is this something you were carrying? Like like Jazz Man, I wrote 26 years ago. It took me uh-huh. that long to get it to get it out. So you how know, long did you carry this? It's, it's it's more it's slightly more complicated than that. Like like um, I knew I liked comedy. Is, Jerry, are you here, bro? Is Jerry Conway here? All right, so bet. Stand up, bro, so these people can see you, man. Yeah, so, 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 so when I, when, when I, when I went to, when I went to film school, it was like a, a few of us that were like black, 
and comic book heads, you know. And Jared was there. He he was there before before I was. So he like maybe like his little. We met each other. We were talking. He's like, man, I'm gonna make you my little sibling, you know, like like in, in in academic terms. But 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 we we went to go see Iron Man like opening night at the ArcLight, you know. Um, and 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 like for me, I, I love comic books. I love comic book movies. I always hoped one day I would get to make one, you know. But but I I also loved movies like Fruitville, you know. I, I loved um films that 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 I I guess you would call more more realistic, you know. Uh, uh, so, so I, I kind of had both things in me, or, or artistically, you know. So you could you could argue that yeah, like I was thinking about this, not not Black Panther specifically um, at the time, but but I, 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 I hoped one day I would get to make you know big movies. Jerry, he was making movies like this in film school, you know what I mean? He was he was already going there, you know what I mean? Like I, I was uh, doing doing smaller stuff. Uh, yes, this, like like a film like this was my dream for sure. So, so how does that come up about, about though? You go from Fruitvale and yeah. it makes all this noise. It's just incredible. And then you come into into Black Panther. You know that's that's a pretty big leap. But how how does it come? How does it start there for you? You mean like creatively? No, no. I mean like, like where? Like, did, how like, did it all come together? Oh, and everything was, has to come together for, for that to happen. Yeah, it was it was people. It was like being in the right place at the right time. You know, like like for Fruitville. Forrest Whitaker's company, who was run by Nina Yang Bon Jovi, they were looking for young filmmakers with that have that have movies ready, you know. And I happened to have something that I was that I was thinking about and ready ready to go on mentally um, when I was coming out of film school. While I was doing that, I had this idea for 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 a Rocky movie, you know. And 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 I was talking with another one of my my boys who was with us that night. We went to go see Iron Man. My buddy Aaron Covington um, about about writing that together. So when I got when I got signed. To WME by Craig Castell and Charles King. I told them about that idea while I was working on Fruitville, and they were like, "Hey, you know, Stallone's agency here. We can set that up." So I was able to line that one up, you know. Uh, so, so I made made that. They made Creed, and, and then while I was finishing up Creed, I got the call for for, for Panther. The trailer was out, and I got the call from Nate Moore, uh, who's, who's a black man, an executive at Marvel. He, he and Kevin had seen the trailer. And they were looking for a director for, for Panther, and they were like, "Hey, maybe we can, maybe we can meet and talk." So that was how it worked out for me. Which, which is really, really wonderful because then we get a chance to experience what you, what you the, this whole journey that you're on. And if I could say this to you, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this to you. But if I could say this to you, because uh, there not, a lot of times people don't want, uh, but I'm just going to say it. I want you, I, I the, all of the creativity that you have, all of the stories that you tell, they're inc- I mean, the way you tell them are incredible. I can't wait till you come in with fully original mm. like fully original and because i see the, these incredible movies inspired you comic books inspired you uh you know uh, stallone inspired you which is great but i just wait for the moment where you come in fully inspired this is my story this is what i want to tell the way i want to tell it it's gonna it's uh, it's gonna blow people's mind just with with, so. with 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 yeah. no trust me on that trust me on that we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it with with uh <laughs> with but with Black Panther, with this incredible cast, there's a moment, I, it's not a spoiler, I can talk about it because you guys just saw it, but we got to talk about Angela Bassett dying, man. What's, what's? I mean, I mean, what, I was, like, yeah, I, oh. I, you're like, yeah, no, no, I'm just sitting there going, what, what, wait, now wait, now that's the queen of the queen of the queen. What? What's happening here? Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Um, <laughs> you know. Yes, but does she understand? That's what I want to know. Angela? Yeah, no, I'm joking, I'm Yeah, we, we, we came to an understanding, like, yeah. I think that uh, I mean it, it, it's, it's really like I know it's DGA. How many of y'all are writers? Good, good chunk, yeah. So like it's it's really for me and Joe. It was like it was like screenwriting one on one. 
the end of the second act, the worst thing imaginable has to happen to your protagonist. You know what I'm saying? How, how bad can you make it and still get away with it? You know, you know, and and, and for us, the, the movie was about you know we were excited, right? Like like uh, because it the, the film became a movie about a mother and daughter. You know, like that that was yeah. the, you know it's a motherhood story. You know, yes, and this time and this time in in, yeah. in 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 what's happening in the world, perfect timing. Yeah, perfect exactly. Timing. Exactly. Yeah. So so and the mom is trying to the mom is trying to give the daughter some kind of some kind of tools for handling the inevitable human emotion of grief. You know, she's trying to give her, she's trying to make sure she's equipped because grief is unavoidable if you, if, if you live, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and from, from the perspective of our protagonist, you know, Ramana is the only thing that's keeping her sane. Like she's the last tether that she has towards any type of normalcy, you know what I'm saying? So, so the thing was like, you know, I think we got to take it away from her and then see who she really is, you know, um, if that makes sense. And then, you know, in, in Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Robert Cole, my, my co-writer, spoke to this last night really eloquently. But, you know, um, Ramonda in the first film, she's kind of like old Wakanda. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really know her, what her political leanings are necessarily. But, you know, in our minds, you know, she was kind of with her husband in terms of not really opening Wakanda up. You know, kind of minding, minding, kind of minding his own business, not not dealing with the outside world in a way that Killmonger was maybe interested in, and and, and so it was really, it was really um, T'Challa's point of view to to open up the world, and we thought that it would be really interesting if if she sacrificed her life for this like this this young American girl, you know, um, and 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 that idea of like that idea of like a mom is a mom is a mom, you know, like like if you. I can't tell you how many times I would get lost, like in the mall or something, and then, and then some mom will see me and, it, and grab me and then yeah. take me to my mom. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, whose you know, child is this? It, yes, exactly. yes, you yes. Know, you know that mom vibe. is a bomb. Yeah. So, so this is the comic book version of like yeah. black motherhood. You know, what yeah. you know what I'm saying? Of like, you know, you know, demigod, 500 yeah. years old, yeah. swinging the blade, and she's like, "Nah, this kid's behind me. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, and her for her to go out like that, we thought was was um made sense. You know if that makes sense, but it's, it is heartbreaking. I know. It's heartbreaking, but, but the yeah. story, it works in the story. It works for the story. It's, yeah. it's really, really wonderful for the story, for the story. But, I, but, but I, yeah. but I, I, I want to say this as a father of a, of a, a seven year old boy who loves superheroes for him to have black Panther, for him to be able to see this movie, man, for, for you don't even know what the joy that brings for me because me growing up, you know, we had Batman and Robin and there was nobody that looked like us. Yeah. So for you to come along and, and helm this thing and bring it right down the middle of the lane, not only for black people, but for everyone. But the pride that we feel in it as as black people is yeah. really something that, man. You you were talking about Nigeria and the, the way they were, how crazy <laughs> it was there. It's yeah. like that all over the world, especially for black people. When we think about Black Panther, we have you to thank for that. So thank you so much, you and that incredible team that you're working with. Thank you, thank you. Right on. What's yeah. that responsibility feel like? I, I try not to think about it so much on that level. Like, um, I know it's it's, it's a thing, you know, like. But the truth is, it's like I'm not doing it by myself, man. I got. No, I get, like, I get, I get like, that. We get to everybody else, but I want you. Yeah. To, I want you to fully take for, this for, in, for fully, me, fully take this in the understanding that. I, I, I mean, the truth is, bro. I was that kid. Yeah. Like I, I was that kid, man. That that you talking about with your yeah. son. I was that kid, going to see. I, I saw every Batman movie. I saw every. You know, I saw them all, man, and I and I loved them all, and and, and I and I, long, I longed for a movie like this. So so I, I just try to. I just try to stay tapped in to my to my to my inner child. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever whenever it's feeling like that, I'm like, 
man, this feels daunting, man. But what would I want to? What would I want to see? You know what I mean? Like, what feeling am I trying to? Am I trying to tap into so I can give it to the audience? You know. And, and and you do that. And with with all of that said, man, I, for some reason, out of all the people that wanted to do it, out of all the people that uh, that had the idea of doing something like this, or all the kids that never got a chance yeah. to to do it, it fell on you. Yeah. And and having the full understanding of that, it fell on you. You got to let that in, man. I know it's yeah. hard. It's daunting at times. Yeah. But let that in because we yeah. are very, very proud yeah. of everything you put on the screen thus far. And this 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 version here, the second that we're seeing, we're just as proud of everything else you've done, you, man. man. For, sure. For sure. You. For sure. For yeah. sure. And... We, we we only have one minute left. I had a ton of questions, but I, I do I I do want you to close with this. I just want to know what is your hope for the film? Like, what is your hope that people yeah. take away from Black Panther? Yeah, I got a lot of hopes, a lot of hopes. Um, I, I think the 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 main one is the main one is uh, look, man, grief is lonely. You know, like it can feel it can feel very lonely. It can feel like it's only happening to you, but it's not. You know, and and and, and so if the film can can help in any way uh, communally to people who who, who are, are dealing with that emotion. You know what I'm saying? Be it the, the worst version of it when you're missing somebody that's close to you or be it something else. Like sometimes people mourn a marriage or a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 um, or a place. You know what I'm saying? You, you deploy somewhere or you're away from, you know, you miss, like, like I, I hope that the film is like, can be like a, um, a, a exciting movie but also like a warm hug to people that's going through that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that, I think that's probably my, my, my biggest, my biggest hope for it. Um, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, man. That's, that's yeah. wonderful, Ryan. Thank you so much for your time. I think it was the queen of England who said that grief is the price you pay for love. Yeah. So, yeah. so we yeah. want to thank you for the love that you've given in this incredible movie. So thank you once again. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ryan Coogler. Thank you, brother. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to another DGA Q&A. The Director's Cut is available wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share, subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear your feedback, and you can help fellow film buffs find the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by the Directors Guild of America 